Welcome to Gut Wisdom, a show about work, life, and how to succeed in both. It's radio that resonates. Now, here are your hosts, Deirdre Koppelman and J.G. John Gassman. It's Thanksgiving weekend, and I'd have to say this is definitely my favorite time of the year. Gobble, 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 gobble. Well, for you, J.G., of course. I'm Deirdre Koppelman. So (laughs) great to be here tonight with your favorite co-host, J.G., who's gobbling over there. You're listening to Gut Wisdom. Tonight, we're chatting with Jeanette Machnez and Alexa Schwartz. But, you know, aside from having courage, we've talked about having courage in the past, We've talked about gratitude and living gratitude and mm-hmm. having an attitude of gratitude. Absolutely. So it would seem to me, JG, that we should be talking about on Thanksgiving weekend courage, how to have some more, how to practice gratitude and live a life of gratitude, but also how can we help? How can each one of us help the less fortunate? I'm totally up for that. And not that you need a special time of the year to do that. But no, but this is the time. This is the season to talk about it. Yeah. Well, so let me ask you a question. What are you grateful for? JG? Grateful to be alive, to have my health. Okay. Because you always say your health is your wealth. Amen. What's one thing you think that you could do to help somebody who's less fortunate tonight? Be a little more empathetic. How? Tell me something you're going to do when we leave the studio. I want to know. I'm going to tell somebody that they matter. Hmm. How's that? I like that. Interesting. Yeah. You took me off guard with that. Totally. It's all about taking you off guard. (laughs) Keeping you on your toes. (laughs) You got me, JG. So tonight we have uh, Jeanette joining us with her partner, Alexa. And, you know, Jeanette had a dream and had this courage to create a movement to humanize um, homeless people. I know. And there are so many wisdoms in that that have to do with courage, gratitude, and helping another person. So stay tuned. We're coming back with Jeanette. I can't wait. It's Thanksgiving weekend. And we are grateful to be here. WCBS. Delays of two hours plus. With drive time traffic every five minutes, live from Chopper 880. We're just getting the first look here. Plus all the latest news. Several buildings have been evacuated. WCBS News Radio 880. If you feel like sometimes you could use a little more courage to follow your dreams, or if you want to practice more gratitude in your life, maybe you've decided that you want to come and find out how to make a difference in the lives of others. Well, you've come to the right place. I'm Deirdre Koppelman, and you're listening to Gut Wisdom with me tonight, Saturday night, with J.G. John Gassman. What is up Thanksgiving weekend? Gut Wisdom, J.G.'s in the house. We've got a lot to talk about. How you doing, J.G.? I'm good. I ate too much turkey, though. Well, no surprise. Did you have donuts <laughs> with the turkey? Because the listeners, every listener who knows you knows there's something about donuts. About donuts. Did you yeah. have donuts on Thanksgiving? Do you know I've eaten donuts at every donut shop here in New York City almost? Oof. That's my mission to try a donut at every place. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to have to dig So, anyways, a let's get back to the show. Yeah. So, did you have a good Thanksgiving? That's number Amazing. one. I just answered the question. How yes or yours? no, JG? Yes. Mine was interesting, lovely. It's my favorite. It really is my favorite holiday. But more importantly, how are you feeling? I feel good. Yeah, it's I'm, nice to have you back here. I am grateful to feel good. Yes, your I health am, is your wealth. Uh, yes, I know. You always tell me that. And tonight, joining us in studio is Jeanette Machnez and her partner, Alexa, Alexa Schwartz. And they found a creative way, check this out, to educate people on the homeless people in our communities. So they've got stories to break up the stereotypes and actually humanize the people that many of us walk by every day. And I can't say that we walk by homeless people without a second thought. I'm going to think that listeners, you probably walk by homeless people and and do have a thought or two. And I bet a lot of us wish 
and wonder and think first, I'm sure, wow, how grateful we are that we're not in that situation. But I'm sure many of us in that fleeting moment passing by somebody who's homeless think, what can we do? The, po- the problem seems so big. It's how, huge. It, what can we do? If the, it, you know, who's going to help solve this? So Jeanette and Alexa have created Project Humanize. Mm. They're here with us tonight. A yeah. lot of what they did required courage. And I know Jeanette's going to talk a little bit about that from her own personal experience. Yes. Changing her life direction, having some pretty low moments. Um, that led her, not only did that courage lead her to create Project Humanize, it also gave her the capacity to give life and and meaning to the people who are living on the streets through photography. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there'll be ways that we can all learn, wisdoms that we can learn, what we can do. And then uh, we'll get into some gratitude as well. So welcome, Jeanette. Thanks, guys. It's Hi. great to be here. Yeah. Jeanette, look at you. I know. I'm so happy to be here. Welcome. So we have questions for you. We always do. We have questions for everybody, just so you know, you're not alone. Gigi, you want to start? Yeah, so I know you for quite a bit of time, and uh, I know you from a prior career when uh, you worked for uh, a couple of colleagues of mine in the insurance business, helping uh, us with different aspects of that business, and then all of a sudden, poof, career change for you. That's huge, you know, to, to you know, be in a comfortable position of having, uh, you know, a salary coming in the door and uh, working, and then all of a sudden... You know, you followed a dream, a passion to get into the photojournalism part of uh, what you love doing to uh, photograph and humanize uh, the homeless. So first, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about the dream and how you got into this? Sure. Well, the dream, actually, it's been 11 years in the making, if you can believe it. Um, It started not to go into the entire story, but it started when I was in Australia and I had met a homeless man over there. So I thought to myself, you know what, when I go back, I'm going to go, I'm going to photograph homeless people, I'm going to get their stories, and I'm going to tell the world about it. Um, Unfortunately, you know, like you say, career gets in the way, and just in April, I actually had the opportunity, a blessing in disguise, I really think, is I was let go from my marketing director position. I was very comfortable in life, and I thought to myself, what better time to do it? Um, So I went into the city, actually, with Alexa the first day we went together. And it was, I think, Lexa, you can agree, it was probably better than either of us could have asked for. Yeah, it was definitely a great day. Um, I walked away at the end of the day, and I just looked at Jeanette and was like, wow, I needed this. Like, I was in, you know, a rough patch, and it just was a, a perspective change. It was amazing. So what did, what did you actually do we, that day? So we went into the city, and the idea was it literally was I put out a Facebook post and it was like anybody want to come photograph the homeless with me (laughs) and Alexa was like okay I'll go so we went in and we sat down we went up to a few homeless individuals and said do you mind if we get your story Um, you just went up to them you weren't like scared that they were gonna do something crazy Uh, that's what we're trying to uh, get across here (laughs) (laughs) is that they're not all scary yeah. Um, but I can I understand it. And trust me when I say our families and our friends are a little um, wary about uh, it. Yeah, they get a little concerned about it. But I think the thing that really helps is I have a really, really good gut instinct. Mm-hmm. So mm. and Alexa and I both sort of share that in the sense that we can do sort of um, we just give ourselves like face 
we can just yeah. look at each other and be like, oh, that's probably not a good idea. So you came in. So, okay, first of all, you just to clarify, you're both from New Jersey. Correct. Okay. So you make the, the trip into the big New York City, the Big Apple. We do. And your decision that day is we are going to photograph and talk to and get stories from homeless people that we meet on the street. Correct. Right? Yep. Tell okay. us about that day. Who'd you meet? Um, How'd it go? It, what, it went... It went better than we could have ever imagined. The first man we actually sat down with, he was an executive that had lost his job. So hearing that from the get-go, it sort of was like you're doing the right thing in the sense that people wouldn't know that. People often think that if they're homeless, it's the people that are doing it. They're doing it to themselves Mm -hmm. or they're not making the right choices or um, they can get off the street and just get a job when realistically that's not the case. So when we sat with him, he actually made it clear that he did not want his photo taken. So um, I think that's the only time that has happened, and Mm -hmm. it's because he didn't want to remember this part of his life. He had such a great life prior, and that's what he wants to sort of look back on. So that was an interesting experience for the first one. And then we went and um, found this couple who was actually trying to get to Maine. Hmm. So um, they had been on the streets at that time, I think, three months. Wow. And we sat with them. Uh, they had gone down to Florida for a job, a carnival. And what they were given was not what they were told they were going to give. So they actually hitchhiked, I believe. Mm-hmm. All the way to New York City. All the way to New York. And we're just trying to get enough money for a train ticket to Maine because that's where their family was. So let me ask you a question. <clears throat> and I have... Um, I mean, my heart and compassion, I mean, one thing I would challenge our listeners to do, just as a side note, I mean, I probably do this, and I not probably, I do this, and I don't just wait for Thanksgiving weekend to do it. Um, I will always give leftovers, always. Um, I would challenge our listeners, if you want to do something creative, a little different, buy an extra meal when you're at dinner tonight, um, and give it to somebody on the street. We had dinner the other night, uh, and you walked out with the leftovers, and- there was someone well, homeless right there. Well, it's said, a small thing to do, but here's, yeah. my, here's my question, right? And that doesn't make me wonderful and terrific. I just think that's one little thing that we can do. But here's my question, because we've all seen, and listeners, I'm sure you would uh, agree and relate, we've all seen people on the street that appear to be homeless, okay? Mm-hmm. So, for example, I've seen a woman on, I believe, Fifth Avenue, mm, somewhere between 52nd and 54th. And she looks like she's pregnant, and she's got a cardboard sign. She may even have a dog. I'm not 100% sure. But I can tell you the first time that I saw her, I was startled um, because she was pregnant. Of course, my heart was just, you know, last dollar in my pocket, whatever I can do to help. And then as months went by, much longer than nine months, into the next year, into the next year, and I'm sure if I went now... That woman is still pregnant um, on the street on Fifth Avenue. So how can you decipher? How can we as listeners, you know, you want to help. You want to give. You were, you were just telling us about, you know, this couple. They wanted to get to Maine. How many of us have been approached by people who say, please, can you help me with bus fare, train fare? I need to get here, there. And you want to. I'd like to give to everybody. But how do you discern? How can you tell what's real, what's not? I mean, have you been able to do that in the work that you're doing through Project Humanize? We like to give them the benefit of the doubt most of the time, and we're not naive about it because we understand that, you know, there are people that do try to, you know, 
um, play the system and get that extra help just because, like, they might not be homeless. I mean, uh, one couple that we did meet, um, she does have a sign that says she's pregnant, but she didn't have to tell us that she's not pregnant. We know she's not. We've seen her um, over the past few months now, and we know. But sometimes they need to do things for themselves to help them get more money, Mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes pulling on the heartstrings of other people does help them. Um, But they're now, they should be up in housing now. The last time we saw them, it was like one of their last um, interviews that they had. They were doing their health screenings to finally get up into that housing. And um, we would like to think that, you know, we were doing the right thing. And it it does seem legit. And sometimes you can tell when people are being genuine and Mm -hmm. when they're no, they are not. Yes, JJ. I had a friend of mine that one day we came out of the subway station by Bryant Park, and there was a fellow on the corner, you know, had his hands out, and he had a sign, you know, please help me. Anything you can give would be appreciated. And I dipped into my pocket, and I took out a couple of shekels, and I was going to give him a couple of dollars. And my friend grabbed my hand and said, don't you ever do that. I said, what do you mean? He says, don't give them money. They may use it for drugs or something. I said, well, what should I do? She said, go across the street. And there was a, like a cozy restaurant. She says, mm-hmm. go buy him a sandwich or something and bring that and give that to him. Mm. And that's what we did. So well, I'm not sure. We, we can't differentiate. Well, here, we can't here, decipher. Let, let's, talk about you know? some, let's talk about some facts, okay? Yeah. We have an abundance of homeless people yeah. yep. on the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more than ever. Some, m- 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 uh, yep, more than ever. Uh, some that have mental illness, some that don't, some that fell on hard times. I mean, I don't know. You're out there, you know, Jeanette and Alexa are out there meeting them and getting their stories. But at the, the end of the day, it's a significant problem. And we all have the ability, every single one of us, to help, yeah. to help whether yeah. it's to buy a meal, whether it's to tell somebody that they matter, um, Ask somebody how you can help them get involved with the numerous charities, of course, and and we'll talk about how you can get involved with uh, Project Humanize. But we, I think sometimes when a problem is so big, and this is outside of, it's any problem, when any problem seems... Herculean. Herculean, exactly. Yeah. So big, it, it almost becomes like we can be detached from it because it's just so big and what can we really do about it? Um. I challenge all of us to say when something feels that big, when a problem is that big, I say turn toward it, step into it, because there's always one small thing that you can yeah. do, right? Lean and in, yes. Lean in. I think that's a song. Lean in. <laughs> I'm getting very serious, JG, and we have more questions. But, you know, listeners, we created a Gut Wisdom Journal of Gratitude, by the way. Um, we want to share it with you so that you can create a habit of practicing gratitude because the more we practice gratitude, the happier we are. That's a lifelong lesson. And maybe practicing gratitude is actually helping homeless people as well. So if you would like a copy of the Gut Wisdom Journal of Gratitude, email me at dk at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com. Not while you're driving. There <laughs> is no limit to this Gut Wisdom gift, by the way. Every week we give something away, which usually five books or five opportunities. This is limitless. Email me. If you would like a copy of the Journal of Gratitude so that you can practice gratitude every single day, hang in there, stay on the dial. We're coming back with Jeanette and Alexis so we can learn more about how we can also help the less fortunate. Stay tuned. 
More drive time traffic. A collision approaching the Tappan Zee Bridge. More often. Triborough Bridge is the problem. Weekday mornings and afternoons on WCBS 880. You're never more than five minutes away from the latest traffic news. A lot of volume across the upper level now at the uh, GWB. When you need to know, we've got you covered. Inbound Midtown Tunnel, there's a stall past the toll. Traffic and weather together, plus the new bridge and tunnel update. Only on New York's traffic station. WCBS News Radio 880. The average American has less than $1,000 in their savings account and could be one stroke of bad luck away or one wrong decision away from being homeless. It's an incredible statistic. It's a fact. I'm Deirdre Koppelman here with your Gut Wisdom co-host, John Gassman, a.k.a. JG. One day I'll have to stop saying that. I think everybody knows that you're JG. And if you're just tuning in, uh, Gut Wisdom tonight, we're talking about it's Thanksgiving weekend. So things that come to mind, courage. Uh, practicing gratitude, and seeing what we can each do in our own sphere of influence to help the less fortunate. Not that it needs to be seasonal, by the way, but this is definitely the time of year. I felt implored. You felt compelled, JG. What can each one of us do to help somebody who's less fortunate? Yeah. So why don't you tell our listeners who's in the studio with us tonight? So we have special guests from Project Humanize, right? We have Jeanette Macknes and we have Alexa Schwartz. Mm-hmm. How you ladies doing? Great, really happy good. to be here. The yeah. Jersey girls. Jersey that girls are, in the big city. We Jer- made our way in here yeah. this morning. <laughs> you trekked all the way in, and uh, here you are. You're helping the homeless. So tell us, tell us about, tell us and our listeners about Project Humanize. So um, what it started out as a photojournalism project where we go out, we meet the homeless individuals, we get their story, and then what happens is I go home, I write a blog about it, and the main purpose really is to destigmatize the homeless because a lot of people are on the streets and they think to themselves, oh, that person could just easily get a job, and understanding that's not the case. A lot of them actually don't have um, the their ID, um, they don't have a house. So they don't have a place that somebody like a, a job could call them or anything like that. So we go out, we meet these people. And now what we're doing is something really, really wonderful is we've put together care packages. So they have all the toiletries in them. They have food. They have water. Socks. Um, mini first aid kits. We had a Girl Scout troop um, that Jeanette knew the mother through. And they collected and made um, 71 bags for us for one of their for their bronze award that's great um, so they gave that to us so let me ask supplies. you a question if we wanted to make gut wisdom care bags for project humanize that would be amazing what's it first tell us what's in the care bag sure we have so the essentials are going to be like um, conditioner shampoo soap we put in a washcloth uh, l- food that's non-perishable. So you're looking at anything that comes in a can. Mm-hmm. You're looking at, you know, what's big is actually beef jerky mm-hmm. because even though it's small, it does give them some sort of protein. Mm-hmm. Um, also, socks are probably the most important product mm-hmm. that you can put in there because they're on their feet all day or they're sitting there all day. So socks are definitely... So listeners, I want to know right now, you've only heard a drop about Project Humanize. Who wants to help Gut Wisdom? make care bags for the homeless. If you are interested in doing that, and we are very serious, we will get together, uh, we'll provide supplies, let's make the care bags, okay, together. 
Love it. Email me at DK Gut Wisdom, G U T W I Z D O M dot com. Let's help Project Humanize. Let's help the people who are homeless. Let's create the care bags together. Is it okay to cry on the radio? I, I was just thinking, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to cry. And, I'm, and here so, I am, I'm staring at Alexa, and and she looks like she's about to I'm break down yeah, just, the emotion. It's like, so honestly, it's so overwhelming. I get like really like. Okay, so if you happy. cry, I'm going to start <laughs> to cry. So that's I'm not good. Gonna... <sighs> Everybody, it's take a, a moment okay, here. Okay, deep breath. Woosa. <laughs> This is this is the meaning of now you life. Know it's, real. it's the meaning of life. We yeah. all have the ability, every single one of us, no matter how tough our lives are at the moment, no matter what kind of how many years we may have been or are having a bad spell, how many jobs we've lost, how little money we have, the sicknesses that we're going through or loved ones. I know it. We all have it. This is a relatable science. We all have challenges. But we must admit together and we must agree that there are people that have it worse that need something that we can give them. And whether that's a you matter to their face, whether you're a hair cutter and you can go out and help cut somebody's hair, whether you want to get together and let's help create some care packages for these people. With We can't rely on government. We cannot rely on one body of people to solve a problem this big. And what we're talking about in terms of a problem, these are humans. These are people who have lives, who live and breathe just like each one of us who are sleeping on the streets, who need our help. We cannot rely on somebody else to help solve this problem and turn our heads. We must turn toward what can we do in our own sphere of influence. Right, and by doing that, others will want to get involved, just well, like the other night. Yeah, the trickle, we, the trickle effect, the trickle down effect is yeah. exactly right. We had a quick bite at the diner, little leftovers, right? And what do you usually do? Oh, sometime? me and you? Yeah. Oh, yes, we did. We leave the leftovers. <laughs> we said, Nah, let me let me take it home. I'll have some munchies for tomorrow. And you grab, they packed it up, they put it in a nice plastic bag. We walked yeah. out. Well, I and hate, sure enough, yeah, as I, we're walking up the street, there on the on the ground, someone, you know in like a blanket, laying down, looked like they were shivering, was a, a homeless person. And we walked by them and then we stopped. You stopped me. You sort of like put your hand on my mm-hmm. back and said, hold on, JG. Mm-hmm. You turned around, you looked and you said, I'm going to give them the bag. Mm-hmm. What do you think? And I said, okay, go ahead. And at the same time, what was even more interesting about that was the the trickle down effect. There were these three young women passing by also and one of them, one of the three, stopped, turned around, watched you mm-hmm. give the person the bag. Of food, yeah. And then she started reaching into her pocket. Her friends kept walking, and they were like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. She reached into her pocket. She pulled out a couple of shekels, a couple of singles. She turned around and went over yeah. to also give. Yeah. So you know, when you do something, you know, people will follow. It'll trickle down. It'll impact others. Just like a moment ago, we were all crying. Yeah. You know, we all feel it and everybody wants to get involved and help. So here's, here's an idea. Okay. Listeners, it's Saturday night. You're probably in your car heading to someplace, either shopping warm, or, or you know, heading to someplace warm and probably going to get a great uh, meal. I'm asking you, if you don't want to make care bags with gut wisdom for the homeless, understood, get it. No worries. Here's what I want you to do. I challenge you. Order an extra meal at dinner tonight as if you were bringing it home uh, to your relative, to your kid, to your spouse, to Mm -hmm. whoever. 
I want you to order an extra (laughs) meal. If every single person listening to this broadcast tonight buys one extra meal at dinner tonight, I don't care if it's McDonald's, I don't care where you're going to dinner, buy an extra meal, walk out of that restaurant, and go give it to somebody who's on the street. Who needs it? Then email me and JG, and you tell me if you noticed a trickle-down effect, because one of us is two of us, is four of us, is eight of us, and we all have the opportunity to do that. I challenge you to do it tonight. And then email me and let me know how it went. DKGutWisdom.com. And you know what else? I'd love, I'd love for them to tag Project Humanize. You know, yes. yeah. Please. So how Share do we? This, how, how, how else can we help Project Humanize? What you're giving blankets? First of all, how, you're giving how do care. people get in touch yeah. with Project Humanize? Sure. So we do have an email: proj p r o g j humanize at gmail dot com. You're also going to find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Under the gram, the Proj- gram. We are. All you have to do is search our name, and and we'll come up. It's uh, Project Humanize on everything. Facebook, I, it's Project Humanize. And I love the stuff that you post because you're posting photos, and you're making it come alive. You're making it come a re, you know, become real. What have you learned? What have you give, give us? This, what what have you learned in doing this? Yeah, you know, the one thing I think I've learned the most is any act of kindness um, is important. So we once went up to a woman who was on the street, and we saw this guy, and she he went up and he kicked her money bag. Mm. And Alexa stopped, and Alexa's like, no, 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 let's go speak with her. So we sat down, and she looked at us, and she said, they don't even think I'm human. Mm. She then decided, you know, she had to she had to run to get lunch. So we said, we're going to watch your stuff for you. And we sat down on the street and nobody. 90, 90 degree weather. The, the ground was like blazing hot. Mm-hmm. And not one person looked at us. Not one person said anything. So when she came back and she sat down, she said, you know, the one thing is the, the greatest thing you've done for me is just stop to speak with me. Well, that's so, you know. Good lesson. I saw something on Nat Geo the other uh, the other night that Morgan Freeman. Uh, I think it's a, a series, maybe five or six uh, different episodes. And so Morgan Freeman uh, was in the UK and talking about how love connects people, right? Creates that human and humanity. And he was specifically um, evaluating the homeless people that are in the UK. And he found different people that are doing different things. So, for example, he found a hair cutter. Did you see this? No, but you know what's great is we actually just got an uh, email earlier this week from someone that is a barber. And he a friend, said, a friend I love. Of mine. There you go. Yeah, this, so is exactly, this is exactly what Morgan Freeman was mm-hmm. doing. So there's a barber or a hair cutter who is going around for free, washing yeah. hair, cutting the hair, shaving, and listening to the homeless person who's the recipient of this care of this care because they are a human not for any no benefit no money he felt so good to be cared about and to be loved and that's all it doesn't cost it doesn't cost anything we can honestly say that like i personally i know you're probably going to agree that like we've become friends with a couple of these people that are able to keep in touch with us and like we check on them if we know they're in the same spot and we like sit down and have a conversation like we would with anybody we know back home or with you guys like just sitting and like how are you doing what's new like any progress and you know 
they get so excited to tell us that mm-hmm. things are going well for them and then we get to go and tell everybody else like how well they're doing and it, like it feels so good every right. single time it's like you're seeing like an old friend like sometimes we don't see them for a couple weeks at a time or right. like a month and we'll be like oh my gosh we what ran happened? into yeah, yeah we ran into a couple um Jen and Lewis they're like they're so awesome yeah, we like so we're, we were sitting down talking to somebody else and they were crossing the street walking by and they were like oh hey and they I, were so excited to I see us I cannot tell you how qu- I like <laughs> jumped so on her like with a huge hug I was so excited to see them and then we went and spoke with them and it was just excitement everywhere it was amazing well your angels on earth is what <laughs> is what you're doing is what you're doing so we can make gut wisdom care packages for project humanize Everybody who's in their car and listening tonight can buy an extra meal wherever you're going to dinner. Give it to somebody who's on the street. What else can we do? You can simply, and as simple as this is going to sound, you can really just stop and say hello. Um, They don't get that enough. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have this fellow, Jeff, actually, who we met, I would say, like three weeks ago. And he said, you know, before we were leaving, he said, you were the second you were the only second people that have stopped to speak to me that I feel actually cared. Oh. He, uh, we actually got an email from him a couple weeks, uh, a little bit after we met. He was like, oh, I hope I have the right email address. I lost your card. And he was like, would you mind getting a, um, long johns? Mm. And we said, no, it's not a problem. So last week we came in, we gave him the long johns. Wow. You know, he emailed me and he said, um, thank you. They really kept me warm last night. If there's anything I can do to repay you, please let me know. Oh my gosh! It, it was. was uh, could you imagine? Moving. I'm was, trying not to I cry. To it was very moving. Repay. Yeah, and on he actually didn't give us his real name when we first met him because he didn't trust, I guess, people that would approach him. And then when yeah. he emailed us, we were like, "Well, there's that too." Mm-hmm. And they he find, a- he told us, you know, I I usually don't give out my real name, but you know, you so, guys are genuine people you know there there are the soup kitchens that you know i know a lot of families will bring their children to around this time of year you know to help serve the homeless right and that in and of itself is a beautiful thing to do and it's a it's a wonderful act of kindness beyond this weekend of thanksgiving beyond the holiday season these are things that we can do and we should be doing every single day Letting people know, especially homeless people, that they matter, that we can do something, that we can give them a meal, we can give them long johns. You have some old clothes that you're getting rid of. Yeah. Easily yeah. drop them off at a homeless shelter. How many times do we get rid of our old clothes? We put them in a bag and throw them out. And it, here, and then, by the coat. way, by yeah. the way, this all feeds into how each one of us can practice a life of gratitude and yeah. living gratitude. And we've got a journal that we created, right? Yes. It's the Gut Wisdom Journal of Gratitude. Yes. There is no limit on this gift, listeners. This is for you. Every single one of you, I don't care how many of you, email me at dk at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com. Limitless gift for you from us. It's a journal of gratitude, and it's not just waking up and saying, I'm happy and I'm grateful for X, Y, and Z today. It's literally practicing the art of gratitude. We have a journal for you. Just email me. Stay tuned. We're coming back. It's Gut Wisdom and Grateful. 
Introducing Play.it, a podcast network like no other. At Play.it, you can hear your favorite WCBS features on demand. In the WCBS Eye on Politics. I'm Pat Farnack with the WCBS Health and Wellbeing Report. I'm Steve Greenberg talking about your next job. Hear those and more from WCBS when you need it. Plus, great content from other CBS stations. For the best in news, sports, business, and tips for your lifestyle, go to Play.it today. Tonight on Gut Wisdom, we've been talking about courage, practicing gratitude, and chatting with the folks from Project Humanize, Jeanette and Alexa, and they've been sharing stories about how they have made an impact. These what were the what was the comment you made? Two angels. There are two angels yeah, on earth. Two angels on earth, and oh my gosh, a difference. this is a very emotional conversation here, everyone, because it's all about helping people and what we could do. To, to really lead an impactful life. And that's what gut wisdom is really all about. It's sure paying is. forward the lessons we've learned. And, you know, homelessness is a big problem, not just here in New York, but across no. America. Yeah. And, we, and how often it is that we walk in the streets yes. and we just pass a homeless person without even giving them a thought. So I'm John Gassman, a.k.a. JG. We're here in studio at WCBS with Deirdre Koppelman, the host of the show. There you go. And, uh, but I'm going to I'm going to disagree with you. I don't believe that we walk past that any of us listening walk past homeless people. Not you. You are definitely one who never <laughs> walks past. You take every penny you have out of your pocket. You give it to them. <laughs> you walk into the local okay. store. You buy them food. You come back out. It's you hand true. it to them. Okay. You give okay. them your jacket. Easy you... does it, Mr. JG. Yes, I feel that's like we true. should hire her. Hey, yes. guys. <laughs> well, you don't even have to hire me. I do it, for, do free, it for free. But I, my so point. Is, <laughs> you guys, my my point is, is that I would venture to guess that every single one of our listeners who's tuned into Gut Wisdom tonight, it's Thanksgiving weekend, I'm going to venture to guess that not one of you has ever walked by somebody who's homeless that you've seen in a cardboard box or curled up on the street or God knows what where you haven't had a thought. It may have been a nanosecond of a thought, but I don't believe mm. that any of us as humans have ever walked by a homeless person and have not had a nanosecond of a thought of, mm. I, how can I help? What can I do? Or even, this problem is so big, it's so much bigger than me, there's nothing I can do. I, I just and it's to, unfortunate that people think that there's nothing that they can but do. But we're here tonight to tell exactly. you, yes, we can. There yes. is something that every single one of us can do in our own sphere of influence. And if you're just tuning in uh, to Gut Wisdom tonight with JG and myself, and of course, Jeanette and Alexa from Project Humanize, some of the things include the following. And we challenge you, if you're in your car right now and you're headed out to dinner, I'm asking you, I am personally asking you, I want you to buy an extra meal tonight in the restaurant that you go to. Then I want you to take that extra meal just as if you were going to bring it home for one of your kids or, you know, a cousin or a sibling who's staying with you. And I want you to give that meal, that extra meal to somebody who's on the street tonight. One. Two, you can join us. Gut Wisdom is going to create care packages through Project Humanize because they've got these care packages that include things like socks and toothpaste and toothbrushes, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. Shampoo, and all kinds of things that are kits. right non-perishables that we are going to distribute okay, to people who are on the street because we can no longer leave this problem to government. Government. It's government's issue. We can, we, we can no longer continue to blame the people who are in this situation because we don't quite frankly know enough. And who are we to judge who's on the street and why they're on the street without even knowing the truth? Yeah. So, so let's get rid of that. 
Okay, let's ju- let's just stop that right now and let's decide buy a meal tonight. Help Gut Wisdom put together these care packages for Project Humanize. Go up to somebody who's almost on the street and basically tell them, "Hey, you matter. You matter. We care." If you cut hair, if you're a barber or or a hairstylist, get out there, cut somebody's hair, give them a shave. There are things that each one of us can do that will create a trickle effect that will help another human. And that's what Project Humanize is about. Are you crying? I, I am crying. These I ladies are crying. Well, Don't cry. I'm going to start crying. Don't cry. If you personally can't get to a homeless person, there's also like shelters and food pantries. And we've spoken to some great organizations that mm-hmm. even just need volunteers to help with even just paperwork or things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean... Schools do food drives all the time, like bring your cans to a local food pantry or if you yes. have, buy extra groceries, even if it's 50 cent cans of soup or something like yes. little things like that add up too. what. Um, I have a question for you, ladies. Jeanette, you look. We, have an, an, we have an answer, I think. <laughs> You have an answer? I think so. Okay. You don't even know my question yet, but I'm going to, you know, maybe I'm confident. <laughs> I love confidence, especially a, a, a humanizer. I'm going to call you an, a humanizer. Um, knowing what you know today, photographing the homeless, blogging about the homeless that you have photographed and met, befriending some of these homeless, giving to the homeless, what wisdoms would you share us a couple of wisdoms to share with us. What have you learned doing this kind of work? I think um, first let's get it out of the way is that um, homeless doesn't discriminate. Homelessness doesn't discriminate. We have seen people that maybe were 20 years old. We've seen people that were 60 years old. Mm -hmm. We've seen people that have been on the streets for 10 years. We've seen them that were on the street for about three months. Mm -hmm. You know, they could have had this wonderful job. Or maybe they didn't have a job at all. But the realization is it could be any of us at any time. And I think that's why I started this project is because I realized that. I realized we can make one bad choice. And I, I think, Alexa, you could speak to this, is that a lot of them, that is the case. They had one bad choice or they got in a bad relationship. So they ran away or, you know, they lost their job. So I think, you know, you have to understand it doesn't discriminate at all. Yeah. And some people are saying, you know, oh, well, don't they do drugs or they do this, they do that. Yes, some of them have and they own up to it. Like they know that they've made mistakes that have led them there. But the people that we've spoken to have decided, I don't want to live like this anymore. And I'm trying my best to not live like this anymore. But Mm -hmm. they can't do it on their own. They need need some kind of help. Right. And it's not somebody else's problem. It is our problem as humans to help solve this problem together. We, we are our brother's keepers. Yeah, right. well, that's true. So you were telling us a story during the break, Jeanette. Um, is it Gerard? It is Gerard. Okay. You tell see the smile it. on my face? I it's do. like we talk about him. Gerard, tell, you're getting a, a shout it, out here. Let, let's make it a little more personal and tell us, and let's not just refer to the homeless as homeless. Tell us about Gerard. He's a person. He's, he's a got human. a name. Sure. Yeah. Um, Gerard, it's funny. Every time uh, when we sat with him, he said, you wouldn't think I was homeless, would you? Because he had this, I guess, the New York police, thank you, New York police, had given him this complete outfit, and it was super clean, and he's sitting here reading his Bible. Mm. So we sit down with him, ask him if we can, you know, have a conversation with him, and he's like, oh, of course. Two and a half hours, mm-hmm. it goes by. We actually sat with him, and we said, hey, is there something you want to eat? He was like, oh, I, I could just take McDonald's. So we're like, all right, what do you want? And he said, uh, he goes, the cheapest thing on the menu. 
so we were we were floored I think and I think that's probably when we both fell in love with him and was like this guy's so great um came back sat with him because he didn't want to put you out yeah. anymore right. so he was saying cheapest the cheapest thing, thing yep. is totally fine mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. he's like a milkshake or something we were like no we're no, we're not going to eat in front of you and give you a milkshake. Like, right. Um, and the thing with Gerard that was very interesting is while he was homeless, he did have a job. He was working construction. So during the summer hours, everything was fine. His uh, his boss had no clue. During the winter hours, because it's very difficult to find sleeping arrangements in the winter as far as inside goes, mm-hmm. um, he wasn't getting to job job sites on time and he wasn't doing really the best job that he could be. Mm-hmm. So his boss said, hey, listen. I know you're homeless. He had found out. He said, if you need anything, let me know. I have clothes. I have all this stuff. Wow. He but, had given him stuff, actually, because one of his coworkers outed him when they found him hiding his bag stuff. that he was mm-hmm. carrying. Mm-hmm. And his manager said, like, I'm not going to fire you because you're homeless. You're doing a good job. But And then later on, they said, you're not, you know, you're not living up to it. But when you get housing, come back. There is a job for you. Hmm. So Gerard's whole thing was he had a life. He has a life that he's working towards. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was about probably three weeks later, we walk, we come in and we're walking and we see Gerard and it is, we're ecstatic. So he's at the we same he, same location sort of? on. Yeah. The- so, so what's important for everybody to know, or it's important for anybody that wants to help to know, is that there is a group in New York City that um, is called Breaking Ground. Mm-hmm. And they're responsible for getting homes for the people. But the problem here is, and, th- and this is an issue, is things aren't made easy for them. You have to be seen in the exact same spot close to nine times. Really? You can't be across the street. You can't be even down the street. Down the street. You have to be in that exact same spot. So, whoa, 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 whoa. I need to understand this. Yeah. Break that down for me. What? If you are sitting, say, like right here, if I'm sitting in this chair and right. they see me the one day, and then I'm sitting where you are yeah. another day. Yeah. It does not count. As it same. does not count as the same person being no, homeless? They no, don't count it as the same person it. being homeless. And then they have to prove that you're homeless. We had seen um, Tim. He, it was probably the third time we saw him. Um, he was at his second to last interview. They need to call somebody to verify that like they have seen you out there to prove mm. that you're homeless. Which in some ways is understandable to make sure people aren't cheating the system but if you're homeless and you have no one you know you have no one to vouch for you well uh, here's what i don't i'm sorry and i can see these people being chased away you know they're right like how can you stay in the same place well what's what's funny is gerard actually had the same spot as another fella that we had spoken with so they're there (laughs) fighting over the spot because realistically you're not going to sit real close to each other and gerard had when we saw him the last time, he was a week away from getting housing. But the only way he did that was because he got up super early and he had to fight for that spot. Oh, my. That's a whole other. A whole, mm-hmm. It's a whole, it's a whole other issue. issue. Yes. Whole other issue. JG, you're, you're looking at me. I could see your, your wheels are turning. There's so much that we could do. And, well, you what know, are we going to do? Don't tell me what we can do. I want to know what we are doing. One thing I, I know for me, withhold judgment. If there's a wisdom that's coming out of this, Please. and as I pass by people that are homeless and, and I see them on the street, stop having judgments about them. I'm talking to myself now. You mm. know, I have made stuff up about these people in my own head. Yeah, you're afraid. So have we, right. actually. I know. And I, and I have, uh, the other night I told you, what are you doing? You know, I know. You don't know you're, what you're doing. You're all afraid. Listen, my daughter Alana, which freaks me out, and Carly also does this. 
Alana saw a mentally ill person, I don't know if the person was homeless or not, but completely stark naked, stark naked in front of her building at like 2 oh, o'clock in the morning. This, yeah. There was this whole crowd of people staring and pointing. She went up in the apartment building, went to her apartment, got a pair of shorts, you know, men's like workout shorts, and a t-shirt and a sweater, came down and, and, and like gave it to the guy. And as a mother, it's like, <gasps> what if he hurt you? But the bottom line is, you're right, JG. Let's stop the judgment. Let's not assume that every person exactly. who's homeless is going to hurt you. Or they're on drugs. Don't assume that they're, they're on drugs. Exactly. We right. did that one time, actually. While we were out, it had been like a couple months into us doing this. And, you know, we... There are a select few people that do drugs on the street that Mm. are, you know, there's a lot of mentally ill people, but there's also drug addicts that aren't homeless. Um, But we were walking by someone and a lot of them um, not off. They they don't have time to sleep. They get woken up by police officers. The bottom line is the wisdom there, suspend judgment. Please. Right. We almost walked right by him because we had assumed he was on drugs and we stopped and we said, you know what? Let's take a chance. Maybe he's just tired. And he go. was just that. He was just tired. There you go. And we felt really guilty for having no judgment. Those thoughts. Go ahead, JG. You're smiling. Yeah. This, this has been a very impactful show. Listeners, listen up again. I want to share with everybody if you're interested in the Journal of Gratitude, email Deirdre at DK at gutwisdom.com. For those of you that have loved this show, please. Give us res- give us your feedback. Share with us. And go just, to our Instagram, go to our in. Facebook, go to our social media, Hold on. and post. Hold on. Just jumping in. That journal of gratitude is a gift for everybody. There are no limits. We are not saying you, we're only giving away five. We want everybody to have the ability to practice gratitude, and we've got a journal to help you do that. Big thank yous to Jeanette and Alexa from Project Humanize. Big thank yous to our folks here at WCBS. We love you guys. Mm. Got Wisdom Rocks. We're here every Saturday night. Every Saturday night. And to find Project Humanize, P-R-O-J, Proj, Humanize at gmail.com if you want to get involved. If you'd like to help us at Got Wisdom make care bags, let us know. Email me. We are wishing you all an amazing Got Wisdom Saturday night. You've been listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. Gut Wisdom comes your way every Saturday night at 7 p.m. on WCBS 880 or anytime at gutwisdom.com. That's wisdom spelled with a Z. <laughs>